Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> Good enough. This is the Naked Gaming Podcast with me, Lee Milner. And, and Chris Barrow. Oh, We're back. That that wasn't very synchronised. It never is. We're back from holiday. Yeah, man. So Although the, I feel like my tan has faded already. As we landed. Yeah, it just, just kind of like fell off. <laughs> Literally, as we touched ground, it was like, goodbye. goodbye. So this is weird. We're at the Temple of Zeus, right? Mm. As you do in Olympia. Yes. With your dad. Got it. And it was really hot. Like it was sweltering. What, what would you say? Like 35, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hot. Uh, and I look over and there's a bloke with an Oculus headset. <laughs> like he put it over his eyes and he was looking at the the it was so hot augmented reality version of the temple of zeus where it, it like layered on digital stuff over the ruins he was sweating quite a bit that's the thing if you're going on a holiday as much as i love gaming maybe don't take the oculus headset but do you think it kind of takes away from the experience a little bit because like you're missing it all but he must think it adds to the experience because you've got the extra. But you layer. could be sat at home looking at that. Maybe I don't know how it works. Literally, Chris, Maybe you have d- to just be there. go downstairs, right? Go put your Oculus on. And I'll, I'll just the turn the heat. Juice. I'll turn the heat in up, <laughs> and you will feel like you're there. I'll save us a bit of money, to be honest. Well, this month our gaming reporter Alex Rhodes has been playing not the Oculus, but something called Meta Versus. The characters do sort of interact with with you know with their lines as well, which is you know it's a small touch, but it, it's nice really. Whereas most of the Nintendo characters tend to be sort of stoic and quiet. Maybe they'll say wahoo <laughs> if they're Mario. But other than that, not much talking going on. And Chris, uh, you've been looking into gamification and whether it can really change the way you interact with brands. Now turn your exercise into experience points with a victory pose. And we're playing the new version of The Last of Us Part 1. And Splatoon 3. You can subscribe to us, of course. Just search for Naked Gaming Pod online. We're on Twitter and all the good places. Let's start with Lee, who's got the news, and we'll begin with how the gaming world has reacted to the announcement of Queen Elizabeth II's death. The makers of the Grand Theft Auto series Rockstar Games have tweeted their condolences, saying rest in peace Queen Elizabeth II, a global leader whose grace and influence spans so many generations. Meanwhile, Cambridge-based Frontier Developments, who make Elite Dangerous, said we at Frontier are saddened to learn of the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II and join the rest of the UK and the Commonwealth in mourning the loss of our Head of State. The Queen wasn't really known as a big gamer, but in 2008, there was a report that she watched Prince William playing Wii Sports Bowling and asked to join in. 
She was then sent a gold-plated Wii by a PR company, but despite the coverage, the palace is unable to receive unsolicited gifts, so they quietly sent it back. In other news, Nintendo have revealed the title to the sequel of Breath of the Wild. It's called... The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And even better, the release date has been announced too, May the 12th next year. Chris is a little bit too excited about that. Fans of the Nintendo 64 will also be pleased. As part of the same Nintendo Direct, we learned that the classic Nintendo game GoldenEye is coming soon to the Switch and Xbox Pass too. We'll let you know when we find out the release date for that one. And Sony has officially confirmed the PSVR 2 will not be able to play games originally made for the original PSVR. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Thank you, Lee, with the news. And there's some. this is a huge story. I thought we'd just talk about this one. Grand Theft Auto 6, mm-hmm. uh, Rockstar, who, who we heard about in the news there, um, they've been hacked. Yeah. And someone has posted loads of kind of development videos of the game online. And then that same person's gone on to hack various other companies, other games and things like that. Now, Rockstar <laughs> have just gone, there will be no implications for the release of this game. They're just like... We don't care please yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is it is quite upsetting for people who've yeah. been working on a game for such a long time i do not get why hackers do this like you're just spoiling the fun for so many people well that's it they'll let us know when they're good and ready yeah and everything's better if you wait for it yeah um, i think they're maybe showing that they can you know they have the power maybe that's what it's about because they didn't ask for any money or anything they just posted these videos online and the thing is you're not going to damage GTA 6. It will be the biggest selling game ever, whatever you do. So you might as well not bother. They're just joy killers. Stop kidding around. Snake? Now, video games are, of course, a multi-billion dollar industry. And so it's no surprise that companies want to have a little piece of the pie. One of the ways they're trying to encourage more people to buy their products is something called gamification. But it's not all about money. Schools are getting involved too. And Chris has been taking a look at this new phenomenon. 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 What exactly is gamification? It's not as complicated as it might sound. The idea is to take the sorts of things you might find in games like scoring points, collecting stars and climbing leaderboards and use them to encourage people to engage with a product or a brand. Gamification is also used in schools to help kids learn. The hugely popular game Minecraft, for example, has an education edition that's used in schools around the world to teach things like coding, maths and history. Philip Golden runs a coding club in Cambridgeshire and they've used Minecraft to help children create a Bronze Age settlement. They agree on the, what the layout's going to be and who's going to build what. Uh, from that, each individual then designs their um, individual building, including the interiors. And once they have that done, then they come in and they implement it in a common world. Now, there's also Duolingo. That's an app which is designed to help you learn another language. They've used something in gaming called XP, or experience points. Now, you earn them whenever you complete a new lesson in the app, or you do some practice, or even attend one of their events. More recently, the sports industry has started using gamification to encourage people to get fit. You might have heard of Ring Fit. That's a game for the Nintendo Switch. Well, I decided to give it a go. OK, so I've got my ring i guess it's called i've put the right part of the nintendo switch controller i've slid it into the ring uh, and the left one i've attached to a leg strap 
For someone who sits down all day, this could be interesting. Okay, we're in. It says here adults should supervise the use of this product for children, so <laughs> looks like I'm on my own here. I'm sure it'll be fine. Right, let's go on adventure mode. You can move left and right by kind of tilting the controller like a steering wheel. So if you move it to the left, the cursor on the screen goes left. If you move it to the right, the cursor goes right. Okay. So my mission is to reach the goal, which sounds good. So I start off by jogging on a path. Here we go. So jogging up and down, and my character's running on the screen with... Okay, I'm heading for a door. He's got a flaming head of hair. Ah, interesting. So if I press the ring, it fires out a kind of airy, blasty type thing. Now you can use it to do a kind of air jump. So I'm getting the ring, I'm aiming down and then pressing it to jump. I feel like I'm running very slowly. I'm going to pick up the pace here. Running up some stairs, so I've been told to raise my knees. Oh, it's, I tell you what, it's a bit tiring. So you can either squeeze the ring or pull the ring. If you pull the ring... It sort of does a vacuum motion. Listen to this. I'm vacuuming up all the coins there. That was a great run. Now turn your exercise into experience points with a victory pose. Okay, so I'm doing a victory pose now because I've completed the level. I've done my very basic victory pose there. Two minutes of exercise, one minute, 54 seconds. I've burned 11 calories. Is that it? And I've run 0.34 miles. And I must say, <laughs> I'm pretty tired. <laughs> it's interesting because there's a moment when I was playing that mission where I forgot that I was exercising and I was just trying to beat the level, collect the coins, get to the end in as quick a time as possible. And it's giving me experience here for this level. So I could see how you could get into this, but are you going to want to put on this knee controller strap and get the ring out every time you do some exercise? Or is it more faff than it's worth? I suspect if you want to mix it into your exercise routine, it might make for something a bit more entertaining, a bit more variety. Well, there are some more unusual examples of gamification as well. The fashion house Dior recently put their clothes into a racing game. That's part of a new trend called gamification in fashion. Your special racing gear can be applied to your driver's avatar in Gran Turismo 7. Why would they do it, though? It comes down to money, of course. Gaming is a huge market. So whether we like it or not, gamification is here to stay. Let's just hope that it's a force for good. That's interesting, isn't it? You played Lane Break from Peloton as well yeah. in this podcast before, yeah. uh, and that's another type of gamification. Mm-hmm. You should listen back to that, actually. It's really good, and you get a bit breathless, so you know people probably bit. pay a lot for a that. I'm pregnant now as well, so... <laughs> Imagine if you do it when you're pregnant. <gasps> I just get like that, just walking up the stairs. <laughs> that's not gamification, that's just pregnancy. But it is cle- it's a clever business model, isn't it? I mean, if you've got a, a brand like Peloton and you think, actually, we can kind of, you encourage know, people, encourage yeah. people to go into gaming um, through our brand, I think that's a great great money-making scheme i'm just not sure how much it works for something like gucci and all these fashion brands that are putting their merchandise in a video game like okay you know if you've got a what about sims that'd be great yeah and and it does work placement it already happens in like you know reality tv shows and also there are like advert billboard type things in games already Mm mm-hmm but it's already happening, Chris. It's happens in I suppose it happens in Netflix with the Stranger Things. They're like, oh, I love Diet Coke. <laughs> Made in Chelsea. 
Made yeah. in Chelsea. They they, everything placement. they wear, you can buy. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a bit. I find it a bit saddening because I, <laughs> I I paid the money for the game. I don't expect to also be advertised that. And if I uh, there should be an option where I'll pay fifty quid or I'll pay forty quid and you can advertise at me. Right. Is it time to check out some new games yet? I think so. Woo-hoo! Now you know you know this, but just to telling our dearest listener, mm. you know Monkey Island discs yeah. that we do. Yeah. That's based on the game monkey island uh-huh and the original creator of monkey island is back with a brand new game pirating is in my blood like adrenaline or stale grog i've been in enough scraps to fill a dozen scrapbooks i've got stories about ships fights love treasure betrayal and root beer but how about one that has all of the above my name is guybrush threepwood And this is a story about the time I finally found the secret of Monkey Island. How long has it been? 30 years. Wow. So this is Return to Monkey Island. It's an old school point and click adventure, but with kind of cool updated graphics, actually. And you can get it on the Switch and the computer. Actually, I want to talk about this. You spent hours trying to make the switch the other the old switch your oh yeah work for me personally haven't you so we've got two switches we've got the the original switch and then the oled special screen switch and i've got the special screen switch and you've got the yeah yeah, because i just like the i like you like the the basics yeah i like the original but it, it we couldn't find a way for all of our games that we we share to play on the old switch so if i if i bought a game let's say like little nightmares 2 originally and you wanted to play it on your switch you can there's a fiddle that you can do but you have to be connected to the internet all the time to make it work yeah so the easiest solution if you want to take it anywhere is to buy the game again which is absolutely stupid but so that's you what i've had, had to do you've had to buy all the games again under my want, account that you want to play yeah how much does that cost you too much okay if well, you anyway. sponsor this podcast <laughs> i need to pay anyway, back those games back to my original point so one of the games you've uh, you've got me um is that nintendo um, bonus pack where you've got loads of the old games. Oh yeah, the Nintendo 64 and the SNES. Yes, some of those games still look old school. They look really pixelated. Does this look like that? Because I'm not a fan now. I've got kind of got used to the nice fancy graphics. So the old Monkey Island looked like that. The new Monkey Island has new updated art style. A little bit like that film Klaus that we watched. Oh yeah. It's kind of like that. Now I was playing it on the Switch because I thought I'm not going to whap out my laptop on the tube. Okay, and point. Going to say something else. Then? Well, and point and <laughs> click my way to to glory. Um, so I got the switch out instead. And originally, I was playing this game with the analog stick, which does work. You can play it with the analog stick, but when you move, it shows up every clickable object on the screen, and it totally ruins the experience. And then I realised that you could touch the screen because it's a switch, of course. Ah, oh, I always and you forget. Can point I and always click. forget that. So if, as long as you don't play it with the analog stick, yeah. It's really good. And you have to like a point and click. You have to like the vibe of the story. It's like a very meta story. It's quite comedy based. But it's really, really fun. I mean, it's a totally different type of game that people are making nowadays. Uh, And it's Switch and PC, 20 quid. And I'd say it's a very solid 8 out of 10. But if you're a huge fan of the originals, it's going to be a 10 out of 10 for you. So it's well worth a play in something completely different. Next up is Splatoon 3. How do you do, fellow squids? Squid Research Lab here. 
New to Splatoon? Here's what you need to know about... The Splatoon 3 game! Ink the ground in walls in kid form. And easily move through it in swim form. Leverage these fresh moves for turf war battles. Two teams of four ink as much turf as they can in their team's color for three minutes. Spread your ink and splash your opponents. The team that inks the most turf wins. I mean, Splatoon 1 and 2, you think that would be enough, right? But Splatoon 3 is it's here. It's back, guys. And, it, you know, it's a little bit like, imagine like Call of Duty, but instead it's yeah. with cartoon characters and paint. It, lo- it does look really fun. Is it? It would be so fun if the controls weren't absolutely ridiculous on the Switch. I heard you moaning so much about this when you were playing it. You know, like the gyroscopic controls. So you tilt the... Yeah. Like in like in Zelda, Breath of the Wild, you can move it around and you aim your bow and arrow. Yeah. That really works well. Yeah. It's the same with this, except that you move it up and down to shoot your paint up and down. It's super annoying. It's just not a casual experience. I kept hearing expletives and, um, yeah, you weren't very happy. The problem is that when you have a really good fight with paint, uh, and once you've unlocked a few of the the paint rollers and the massive brushes and all, and you can swim under the paint and stuff, it's really fun. And you can see a moment where you think, I could really get involved in this. But the fiddliness of the controls, I don't know if I could ever get over it, to be honest. It's too different to everything else that we've played. But it's much better than Splatoon 1 and 2. So if you're a fan of the originals, then this is for you. But it's 50 quid. What? Five. What? Zero. Um, do, do game developers know we're going through a cost of living crisis right now? <laughs> yeah, that's why they make them so expensive. They're like... 50 quid? They're trying to sell at least one game. And is, then it wor- is it worth uh, it? Uh, not for me, it's not. But if you've got Is it to- much different to 1 and 2? Not really. But, so, it's just, but no one's going to keep playing 1 and 2 because 3 is out now. So if you love it, you've got to move no, on to No, for someone three. like me who has... No, the online, the online community's moved on. Oh. They won't go back to play it. So if you, if you love it, go for 3, but otherwise give it a miss. What have we got? Now, here's my favourite gaming reporter. We only got one. Yeah, no. Alex Rhodes, ladies and gentlemen, who's been checking out another actual game. Hello, Chris and Lee. It's Alex here, back for another month. This time I'm playing Multiverses, um, the Smash Bros clone that is kind of taking the world by storm a little bit. It's free to play. Um, free to download on, on consoles. And it includes, you know, obviously in Super Smash Brothers, you've got the likes of the beloved Nintendo characters, you know, Mario, Luigi, Donkey Kong, Bowser, etc. Multiverses is made by Warner Brothers. And actually, they've got quite the roster to fall back on as well. So they own, you know, most of DC stuff, uh, or have the rights to it anyway. So uh, you've got the likes of Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Harley Quinn. Then you get the likes of, okay, they own the, the, the Looney Tunes, so you get uh, Bugs Bunny, Taz, etc. Then you kind of get to Gizmo from Gremlins, uh, Rick and Morty from Rick and Morty, Arya from Game of Thrones, Velma from Scooby-Doo, LeBron James from real-life basketball, and also uh, the not-very-good Space Jam sequel. Anyway, let's give it a go. I played. I put some hours into this already. I downloaded it thinking this is going to suck, and this is kind of a shameless ripoff of Super Smash Brothers. And I'm only half right. It is a shameless ripoff of Super Smash Brothers. I mean, you've even got stuff like audio cues that are saying basically, 
I'm starting the game now. You've got to knock your opponents off the side of the stage. So I'm playing as Superman. I'm teaming up with Ton and Jerry. I'm playing against Rain Dog. I don't know what that's from. And also Morty from Rick and Morty. Okay, so you get a chance to choose your perks. That'll sort of change the way you um, play as well. They put a big sort of emphasis on team play. So some of your abilities can actually help your teammates, you know, heal them, reduce some of their damage, that sort of thing. Again, with like Super Smash Brothers, the more damage you take, the higher you fly when you get hit. It's even got a Super Smash Brothers style announcer. Uh, the, yeah, the higher you fly when you get hit or smashed off the map. And then if you get hit off the map, you lose a life, essentially. Best of three. It's going to sound absolutely chaotic because it's very fast-paced. The move list is pretty good. Like, so, because I was thinking, well, what are they going to do for, like, Velma? <laughs> you know, how many... Is, uh, but they, they theme the moves really well. It's kind of the similar thing to Smash Brothers in that you have a sort of special move with that gets altered with sort of directional inputs and also normal mode moves as well. Ooh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to speak because I'm getting absolutely battered by Rain Dog or whatever it is. Oh no! Right, I've, I've been knocked out there. I've got my laser vision, so I'm gonna try and use that. They kind of rotate which characters are unlocked. You don't get all the characters to begin with because it's a free game. This is how they get the money out of you. But the characters that are free to play rotate, so they change every month or so. Uh, so I think you can play as Batman. New character, Gizmo, he's free to play at the moment. Oh. Well, you heard that, didn't you? Defeat. So that's 1-0 for the red team. We get the chance to change characters now. Oh, no. You see, you get a chance to sort of tap out early, and my teammate tapped out early, clearly thinking, I don't want to play with this guy. As we go into the next game, I'm going to play as beloved Warner Brothers mascot, uh, LeBron James. Okay. Oh, you see, he's locked. He's locked this month. I put, I got him up to level eight, and now he's locked. That's the danger you see. And parts of me want to go, oh, I'll just unlock him, but obviously that's going to cost a bit of money. It's how they get you with these free-to-play games, isn't it? We might get some really mad characters down the line because Warner Brothers owns loads of properties. Maybe we'll get the American Sniper. Maybe we'll get Elvis after the Elvis movie came out. Maybe we'll get, um, I don't know, one of the Spartans from 300. And I think the more they have some fun with it, uh, the better. Definitely download this game, I think. It's definitely worth a go. Uh, it's free. You don't have to spend any money. And it's actually worth your time. Are you okay, though? You've fallen asleep. No, I was just trying to think of a funny name for Alex, the International Man of Mystery. Multiversus from Alex Rhodes. Thank you. Is that is that it? No, multi, multi-magical, to... multi-versatile. Ah, oh, the multi-versatile. The multi- yeah, you like that. Alex Rhodes. Oh. Very good. Adorken! Now, this game's already been remastered, but uh, it's been remastered again. Uh, this is The Last of Us, uh, and it's been given a bit extra bit of the title, The Last of Us Part 1. Here's how this thing's going to play out. You do what I say, when I say it. Joel, I can handle myself. It's called luck, and it is going to run out. Yeah. Um... The first thing I know... Did you play The Last of Us? Yeah. Part, yeah, yeah. Like the original, right? Yeah. Okay. So obviously, groundbreaking game. Yeah. Much lighter than the second mm-hmm. version. Okay. So the first thing I noticed was that, yes, indeed, the, the curtain in the opening, when yeah. you press, press start to play, the curtain had better graphics. I thought, okay. Whoa. They've spent a long time here. <laughs> and when they say they're remastering everything and this is the definitive version, yeah. they mean it. This is they, the definitive they, version. Uh, <laughs> the curtain being improved... <laughs> 
Made me think, oh, they're really, oh, they've, they've really, they've they've really done it this time. But you don't need to buy it again if you've played the remastered version or if you've played the original. So really, should it be called re-remastered? It should be. Nothing is significantly better that you would have to go back and play it all the way through again. The only thing I would say is if you haven't yeah. played it ever... yeah. Just there buy has this one. never been a better time to go back and play this game. They've in- improved some of the way the characters look in terms of like making the facial animation slightly better. They've used all the original motion capture, but they've just tweaked everything to be that little bit better. But it's £70 for the PS5. So... Oh, my days. Only, they just keep getting more expensive. Only if you haven't ever played it before. Just play this version. In comparison, how much is the normal Last of Us how much do you th- I've, I, I can tell you 50 I've, quid much less go on 15.99 what so so if, if you want a better curtain it's, a, and, oh, it's good though and to see them smile a little bit more see yeah. that twinkle in their eye yeah. then you can pay 70 quid for the re-remastered or 15.99 for the remastered versions thank you very much that's our public service done <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're done. Another wow. episode. Now, we're going away again because we're like that. No, because the first holiday was great, but it was a cruise with your parents. So yeah. now we need a holiday. We need a holiday to get over that holiday. To get over that holiday. <laughs> so, so what we're going to do is while we're away, we're going to do Lee's Monkey Island Discs. Yeah. So listen out for that in a few weeks' time. It'll be all of Lee's favourite games, most hated games, stuff that you play with your papa. Yeah, we used to play a lot together. Not gonna, I'm not going to reveal it just yet. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're not digging it. Come on, it's a tease, my friend, a tease. Okay, well, just subscribe and you won't miss it. We'll even be listening on the beach. Ah. Not sipping pina colada, because baby. No, baby, sorry. Non-alcoholic fake, gin. Fake pina coladas, which is basically just cream. <laughs> <laughs> mm, cream. <laughs> <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.